This is Greg Olson, inviting you to check out my new Blue Wire podcast, TE1, where I interview tight ends throughout the history of the NFL who have helped revolutionize the position. TE1 is presented by the Chevy Silverado. The Silverado is all about grit. It's strong and dependable, exactly like playing tight end. Just like the incredible players we sit down with on the podcast, the Chevy Silverado is in a league of its own. Strong, advanced, and dependable. Download TE1 today, wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, welcome back to the Boys 161st Street, episode 71. Not what we would like to be talking about right now, but that game came down to the wire. There are some silver linings we will talk about. There's obviously some bad things that we want to talk about, but... Without further ado, let's talk about it. All right, so that sucked. Um, a lot of different ways you can look at this. I'm curious to see how you guys thought that game went, but I don't know, why don't we just start off with this? The decision, probably the biggest storyline is the situation with Boone, and they opened the game up with Debbie Garcia. I mean, you notice that, here's, the, here's what I thought about it. So... He announces Debbie Garcia to be the Game 2 starter very prematurely. So we were questioning why he would do that to begin with. So now you kind of get a glimpse of as to why he did that. It's obviously to, to fuck with the Rays, get them to do that thing where they put a million lefties in to, and then just pull the switcheroo right after that. And that's all fine and good. And in the moment, I was saying to you guys in our chat, I was like, is, is Boone low-key playing chess right now? And... He was. I think, to me, I think the move was a good one. And I think it was a very, very smart move. But like we said in the chat, it's only as good as the execution. And the person who is executing is J-Hap. So, I mean, the, you get... Yeah, um, on paper, it looks fine if you have people who actually throw the baseball. Like, you're... In my opinion, it was... It was like a, it was a cute decision that he hoped would have worked out, but there was so much risk that the, that just does not justify the decision. I, I, yeah, I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. I just feel like you're not going to – now's not the time to try something like that, and I don't think that if you put Jay Happen, it's ever going to be a, oh, no, they got us. They duped us. Now now we have to face Hap. Like, no, you're happy. <laughs> yeah, it's like they've never done it before ever, and they think they can just come out and, and execute it properly which uh it, it just it doesn't make sense for this scenario i think maybe if this was a a game three where or a game four even where it was the series was tied and we had no other options and then we try to throw them off their their kind of rhythm but when you have tanaka who is healthy and who come coming off a decent game um despite the you know the weather effects and all that kind of shit that, that mess with his start, but he's coming off a game where he pitched decently. He's good in the playoffs. You have him ready. Why not? Why not throw him? I, I I keep saying this over and over and over again. 
Stop trying to win games that haven't happened yet. Try and win the game that is currently in front of you. Yeah, I, I, I used, that's that was a good way to put it because I, I feel like Boone, I, I agree with you in the sense that he is definitely looking forward too much and he's he's punt, punting a lot and making moves that are way too far in advance. But at the same <clears> time, throughout today before this game even started, I, I convinced myself that the Devi thing which ended up not even being a Devi thing, but the idea of not starting Tanaka in game two, I convinced myself throughout the day that that was the move. And I, and honestly, I do believe that this is the right move because what Murph was saying yesterday on the pod, I mean, if if you look at the series and we sat down before, which we didn't do, we should have just picked and choose what we think is going to happen. Obviously we think you're going to win every game, but what I'm trying to get at is this is a game that I would have picked us to lose. It's a five game series all of us had our money on it going five and still do. And we can't get too down on ourselves for losing one to the one of the best teams, if not the second best team behind us. They're not better than us in baseball. But I, and but the Dodgers, I, think did, just, I don't think they beat. I literally think that we, we fucked that game up. I don't think yeah. that. Yeah, we, they, we beat them. We beat ourselves with that entire decision making that whole game. I know. But what and, I was trying to get at was I was saying that. If it, it, this almost felt like Boone was trying to steal a game, and it is him looking a little bit too far in advance, but then he set us up nicely for tomorrow because now we have Tanaka. We didn't use Chapman. We didn't use. It, it, he's picking and choosing the ones that he can win. And like Murph said last night, I mean Tanaka might win us that game, but in all likelihood. Glasnow is going to shove, and you could lose a one nothing shootout, and you don't know how it plays out when he's playing. But, you know, I, I like it better because now we have Tanaka tomorrow going against a much more favorable matchup in Morton. Morton's no slouch, but I don't know. That That's how I see it. This is the thing and the reason why I have a problem with it. If you look back at the last three, four years, like one specific I remember is last year. We win game one in Houston, like 7 nothing. And then we have Verlander game two, and we're like, well, we're supposed to lose this game. Yeah. We come this close to winning that game, and then we lose in extra innings. And, like, you look back at the series, and it's like, all right, we said we were supposed to lose game two. Then we go to game three or four, and we fa- it was game three. We faced Garrett Cole in New York. And it's like, yeah, we have to win this game. If we would have won game two, didn't have to win that game. And I feel like there are a lot of circumstances where we keep looking back at the games that we like, not necessarily punt. Like tonight, we kind of punted this one away like four different times. And it's like, those are the games where it's like, we can't just, okay, we're supposed to lose. When we're in a position to win, you don't throw J-Hap back out there after he just fucking, like he doesn't look good. And Stanton just brought the game to within a run. Like that's when you gotta, you can't punt. And that was just like, okay, well, we might win this now. Let's see what Hap can do. No, that's fucking playing the bullpen around our best guys because maybe we win this game now. Yeah, I see what you're saying. But at the same time, in some sense, you do have to plan for the future. You can't just unload everybody. Yeah, I know. it's. But here's the thing, too. When we talk about punting, it's weird to think because what is punting nowadays for us? Because punting, I don't, I don't see punting as putting, you know, Loizga in or anything as as bad as he is we don't have that much depth as as a bullpen anymore it's something that we always used to think was our strength but in reality 
the way the way I see punting as of old was like anybody other than the four horsemen that we had, which were the out of out of who used to be good, Britain, Canely, who's we're feeling his loss big time right now. Oof. Britain, yeah. did I say Britain? Chapman and, and Green, like any of those guys, anyone other than those names, and in reality, we only have like three reliable relievers right now. So. What is a punt? A punt is Nick Nelson at the end. I think that was the only thing that felt like a punt from the reliever aspect, and that's yeah. it. Because I think in a, in a tight game, maybe the Hap situation too, but what, what else are you doing? I You know what? The problem I do have with what, the way it was managed today was, like, why I get the mental game, and I liked it when it was, like, before anything happened, but, I mean... Michael K said it best too. Like, don't switch to Hap just to get the favorable matchups when you have a very capable guy in Devi Garcia who looked like he was pitching pretty well. I mean, he gave up the one run, but he's a guy who's shown he he's got the stuff. I'd rather have Devi Garcia in there and just I don't know. I'm so back Give and forth on this. Give him a shot just to throw. I think one of my I know we didn't like waste our bullpen today, but. That's what I kept. That's what that was my thought process as soon as he was taken out of the game because I immediately thought like, all right, Hap is gonna blow this, and now we're gonna have to go deep into our bullpen and then be fucked for tomorrow. Like that was my that was my thought the entire game. Now we got to put a lot of pressure on Tanaka to go deep and then you know save bullpen arms for the next day. So I don't know. Uh, luckily, we didn't waste too many heavy arms and they're they're fresh for tomorrow, but. But really, who? Like, who? who is fresh for tomorrow now? Britain and I mean, Chapman? Green, Britain, Chad Chapman. Green, Chad Green, Chapman, and Britain are still can still throw. Chad Green, did, did Chad Green pitch yesterday? Pitch an inning? Yeah, he pitched he yesterday. Pitched yesterday. He pitched well. I think he went too. But regardless, he's available. All three of our best relievers are available, and those are the only three good relievers at this which point. Is why, which is why we're pretty, I'm pretty confident for tomorrow. Um, so I, I, I um, think that it could have been a lot worse given the decision-making, but at the end of the day, we did let up seven runs and we only scored four and all four of those were John Carl Stanton. Yeah. And And you know what? Yeah. With Stanton, I mean, as good as Stanton is playing and that's fantastic. There is nothing you can take away from Stanton. We, it can't just be Stanton. Like we need more than him. Everybody else looked kind of lost aside from DJ at the end there. And DJ didn't look great this whole game. Until then, Hicks looked great. Hicks actually looked awesome. He was just having a positive impact in any way he could, and whether it be two walks, I think he had, and and a hit, and a hit. Like he, I mean, he's been doing really well. I mean, his postseason numbers are I I saw on the screen around three hundreds, and he's got all these walks. He's been awesome. He's great in the field, also. Just, I mean, it's in reality, it was just the Hicks and Stanton show tonight, and we can't have that. We still put up four runs, which isn't anything to sneeze uh, at, but that was five yeah, five at the end there with DJ. We, we need more of that. I know we've been scoring nine runs, ten runs, twelve runs a game, and we've been spoiled, but, I mean, if you're going to give up seven and eight and nine, and like we have been, you kind of, like, we're, it's not to our advantage anymore. Like, oh, we could put up ten runs. Like, no, you kind of have to put up ten runs to win because we're going to give up just as many, so... We need a little bit more out of guys like Judge, too. Judge kind of looked lost out there. Judge looked really lost today. He had three Ks and just didn't know he didn't know where the ball was. Um, Voight also had three Ks. 
Torres had two Ks. Frazier and Sanchez both both had three strikeouts. We we struck out six. We struck out sorry eighteen times today. Yeah, the only two that I like really have qualms with like Judge. Two out of three of Judge's strikeouts were on fastballs where he just got beat, which is like yeah, it sucks, but like not that mad at him for it. He chased one bad one, but like that happens against Glass Now's curveball. The two that are unforgivable to me are Gary and Clinton that last inning. Yeah. And Luke Voigt had a yeah. Voigt had a really, really bad one too. I mean, we can talk all day about how bad that umpire was, which definitely <laughs> let's, was a factor. Let's do that. Which I we'll definitely get into that. But no, let's do that now. But, but hold <laughs> let's on, do hold that on. Now. That doesn't really that doesn't justify that eighteen of the twenty seven outs were strikeouts. That's yeah. no that's yeah. not a good sign. Which but is crazy. That umpire, holy fuck. Fuck. Yeah, but which is crazy too because you get into how many strikeouts we had tonight, and I don't have the exact number, but I remember somebody saying that how few we had in in games probably in game one. We I think we struck out like three times or something crazy like that. So to be that night and day in, in six, six, six times. so exactly. So to be that night and day from twenty four hour span it, to me is just it's unforgivable. You can't do that, but it's something that needs to be said, and I'm not one to make excuses or anything like that but that umpire i i actually shit you not i'd rather have angel hernandez that was actually bad like that was so so that, so bad he was not watching the game he wasn't watching that the, the specific pitch that i know you guys are gonna also point to the one that was high and outside that was straight up it, that was in texas that was that was that was, that, that was not head. in petco that was park Glaber's head like head not high that and outside. One. yeah outside yeah yeah, yeah. That was ridiculous. The, the height level was that as I know. Yeah, it was bad. And I will say this, like as an umpire, I swear this might sound crazy, but like Kev's I, an umpire. I, I umpire. Obviously, I don't <laughs> umpire in the MLB playoffs, so it's not nearly as high leverage. But there's something to be said for when people start arguing calls. I feel like it almost makes you more, like it makes you worse and lean more towards that other team. So you don't look like you're trying to make makeup calls. I think you yeah, but- compensate not to make makeup calls, and then it gets in your head and fucks you over even more. I'm not making excuses. But Kev, this this is the MLB playoffs. This is oh, I know, the, I know. I'm just rec saying. league, uh, little league championship. Oh, no, 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 I'm not making excuses for the guy. I'm just saying I feel like he fucked it. Like he got so in his head about how bad he was doing that it just made him do worse. Like he was but- fucking awful. Yeah, the thing, the, yeah, I mean the thing that the thing that pisses me off the most, which I think was where like the real impact of the game happens, and you know, as bad as that call was to Gleyber Torres, it didn't really have a, a big game impact because he walked anyway in the next pitch, right? Yeah, so that was that was a makeup call there because I think he went on that pitch, and you better believe he might have. And I think the the first place umpire was like giving him the nod. He was like, "I got yeah. you, bro." Like yeah, I saw that last call you got there. Yeah. I'm gonna help you out a little bit because that was yeah. atrocious. But but anyway, like, um, the the when I really hate when these calls come into play is when they they take the bat out of the player's hands. Per example, is Clint Frazier. Yeah, it happened to Frazier. And he had a couple. He had a bunch of balls that were called strikes, and they were in counts where he went down one two, went down o oh, two on that pitch that was that was called strike. Mm-hmm. And at that point, you go into protection mode because. You're trying to you're trying to get you're trying to not swing at that pitch because you know it's a ball, but he's gonna call it a strike. So you just need to fight yeah. it off or swing at it. Approach. So your whole approach is all fucked up, and that's true on any level. I think we can all experience that. So yeah. like that that's just something where 
it, you start to change the game, and that's where you can actually start to blame the umpire. You never know what's going to happen because Clint looked pretty comfortable at the plate. He was seeing the ball well. He hit, you know, hit, was hitting balls hard. He hit a single, but the rest of the at bats were just bad calls and then swinging to protect himself and yeah. ended up striking out on that strikeout, especially like he swings at a ball a little up in the zone, but like that's been a strike the last it's five. Been a, it's been a strike all day. Yeah. So it's been a strike all day. It's like the same sure, one yeah, you inside chased, pitch too. Yeah. It's like, sure. You chased, but I mean, in your defense, what the fuck are you going to do? <laughs> literally take the bat yeah. out of your hand. It's just that, that outside like corner. What would like, Every pitch on the outside yeah. corner was called a strike. It was everything on the left side. It was ridiculous. I know, but there was some. I remember watching. There was that. I think it might have been that side, same yeah. at bat. Left side was all day strikes. I mean, that's the one thing you can say. It was inconsistent. It was consistently bad for both sides, which I never really. I don't like that saying because, like, if you just be good, don't be consistently bad. Just be good. But either way, it it was bad for both sides but then when you look at it it's just like i don't understand how you can be that bad because the ball is clearly so far outside and then the very next pitch this guy paints a curveball or a changeup, whatever it was that it hits like a little bit above like the uh, above the knees like it's a perfect strike down the middle and that's a ball and you know what he was consistent he was calling that a ball but like back to back i just didn't understand it adi yeah. threw one right down the middle on that when uh the guy went when he stole. Yeah. That was right down the middle. He called it a ball. Like there were, he was not that consistently inconsistent. Yeah. Like he was just, he was fucking bad. Do you want to get into stock up, stock down? Because I have a few people that, uh, that I want to talk about individually this game. Yeah. Sure. All right. So stock up for those of you who are just tuning in for the first time, stock up, stock down. It's pretty self-explanatory. Who's been trending up, who's been trending down. And uh, to start us off, why don't we just do stock down because I want to talk about him right now. I mean, his stock's already fucking low, but Adam Adovino, like we just mentioned, he just... Tonight was a night where, in my head at least, when he took the mound, I was like, okay. He came in in a high-leverage situation, which he has... That's what he's been doing for us. He's supposed to be that guy, allegedly. And tonight, I said in my head, if he doesn't get out of this and doesn't pitch well, then I don't I don't want to see him ever again. I don't want to see him pitch again. And that's saying a lot considering we don't have many other people. There's not many other options other than Adam Adovino. But in reality, I'm more confident in guys like... Don't say it. Like, don't fucking say I'm it. I'm not going to say Loazga. No, no, I'm not Loazga. Loazga is at the bottom of the trust tree for me. But I, I'm more confident in guys like even Sessa. And that's that's saying a lot. No fucking shot. Dude, Adovino, Adovino cannot... Cannot. What do you mean he got out of it? I know he did, but he can't throw a strike. He he got lucky he got out of it. Like he cannot throw a strike. He doesn't look confident out there at all. He looks lost. I mean, it, I don't know what to do with him. The, our pitching is just so bad. We need to... He just... I mean, I'm not defending the guy, but he also has not had a lot of reps. He's been... Yeah. He is not... For good playing. reason. I, don't, I can't even remember... Literally, I can't remember the last time he pitched before tonight. I'm telling you right now... As, like you could say stock down with him. What I saw tonight was he got out of a high leverage situation. And when he got pulled, he has the shortest leash I've ever seen on an MLB pitcher. Like Boone doesn't trust him for shit. And I'll tell you right now, there's no fucking way we win this series. If Adam Adovino is pitching seven to 12 pitches a game 
every time. Like he's, you gotta let him fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, or or what? You pull him and then let Lewisaga fuck up? No, you're right. I mean, it's his job to fuck up. I mean, it's his it's his spot to to either live or die in because we don't have many other options. And I mean, the other option is Nick Nelson, who looked good tonight, and then Holder, who looked good tonight, which is crazy. It's just that the people that you don't think are good. I know Damon has a little boner for Holder, but I mean, he did pitch well tonight, so I, I'm not gonna get into stock ups yet. But who, it's who do you pitching, bro? It's just like it's some days you're gonna have it, some days you're yeah. not. You can't just be yes or no. Like we don't have that many options. It's we don't. Got, it's scary. Holder, Holder matters. Adovino matters. The Wiseka should fall in a hole somewhere and be buried. <laughs> but like they all fucking matter. Like we have to deal with what it is. I like, wonder who we're giving a stock down to, Kev. Oh, you wonder? Yeah, who are you giving it to? No, he doesn't have any stock to lose. Give <laughs> him Like, they're yeah. literally, they're, they're like, unusable. You can't do anything with them. They're yeah. useless. The, the, the thing that really, I mean, obviously, his, the stats beat for himself that he just shit the bed tonight, Hap. But the fact that when I was watching the game, I just felt like, Every ball was just hit hard, even if oh, even if it was an out. These guys were hitting bombs, to, and Hicks was running all over the place trying to like, trying to fill these places. Yeah, these outs were just fly balls to dead center. They were hit hard, and who, who knows? We're playing Yankee Stadium. Most of these balls are out. Like there, he he just like people were all over him, and even on the outs, they were hit hard, and they probably would have been hits in other ballparks. And I just I don't want to see him pitch again. I really don't. Hap. Yeah, I really don't. Like I, I here's, just here's I don't see thing, a though. situation where I'm I'm gonna be excited to see him pitch. I there's mean, there, no... there, Damon, there's not a lot of people who we, who we can be excited to see when, when they go out there. There's very few and far between. But at I the was same super time, excited to watch Debbie pitch. I think he could have gotten it done. <laughs> well, you know, Debbie's now available too. Debbie can pitch. Probably him coming out early now. Oh, you got to believe he can go game four if there is one. Okay, but listen to this. This Which is there will be. Thing. I mean, now I think now there it's will be. pretty much. I think it's set up for Tanaka tomorrow, game four. You do Debbie till the wheels fall off, then Montgomery, or Montgomery till the wheels fall off, then Debbie. What do you think? I was about to say, I, what I thought they were going to do today was going to be the Devi train piggybacked with Mon- either Montgomery. That's what or, I wanted to see either Montgomery or Hap, and obviously they did less. They did more than piggyback. They did the opener thing, which nobody predicted. But you know, really threw them off there. Yeah, I know. You know, it did though. And oh my god, how far can you be thrown off of the freaking eighty-three mile per hour fastball? No, that was the, that, and I and I saw JJ's tweet, which was really funny. And he was like, "Hold on, I'll, I'll pull it up." I thought it was hilarious. But thrown off, that's just, I get it, but it, he's not I, dominating enough stupid. to affect lefties. Yeah, if you're like, <laughs> "Oh, whoops, I, Garrett Cole's pitching now," no, then this, yeah, this maybe what, yes. throw him off. Yeah, no, this is what JJ said. JJ said they'll spend all day scouting Garcia. They'll never be able to hit 83 down the middle from half dash. Literally. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's just, it's a little ridiculous that that was like the the trick up his sleeve. And 
I, I don't feel know. like I do get it. If you're gonna do that, I think it would have been way more effective with Montgomery. You think so? I I think, I think so if too. If you're gonna try to throw him off at the lefty, you throw the one who's actually like a pitcher and not a. <laughs> <laughs> well, the counter to that is that Hap has been good as of late, as good as it gets with him. But he has been good as of recently, and I, again. The move makes sense too with Montgomery. If you if you prefer Montgomery, which clearly I don't think. So here's here's the thing I I have with this. The fact that Montgomery wasn't used in this situation, I think means either Boone does not want to see Montgomery at all, which doesn't make sense to me because he's on the roster. So why waste a roster spot on him? Or he has plans to use him in a possible game four, which again points back to the thing that Damon was saying, and he's looking too far ahead. But to me, I, I would have liked to see Montgomery. I agree. I would have liked to see Devi pitch to the wheels fall off today. We're talking about Devi now going game four, pitching to the wheels fall off. Why Why couldn't he just do that today? Like, why couldn't we I just... Think that's what you do. I Well, I think that's what he should have done. I think it should have been Cole, either Devi or Tanaka, either Devi or Tanaka, Montgomery, and then game five, Cole. I think you have J.A. Happ there in the long relief blow-up role. I think if Devi gives up three and two innings today, then you put in half, nobody says shit. I think they forced it with this move. And I think if you're going to make the move, yes, Montgomery would have been better, but I'd rather have Montgomery if, like, if we lose tomorrow, I want Montgomery going game four. Starting game four? Yeah, honestly. They have more lefties and righties. Montgomery has been really good at times. The thing about their lineup is their lineup's not scary. They just have a bunch of guys who hit well. I don't have anybody that I'm like, which is pretty scary. <laughs> no, I know. I know what you mean. No, like they, like their lineup is good, but it's not terrifying. Like our lineup terrifying. Yeah. They don't have the home run yeah. hitters. They have the guys who play small ball, who, who have tough at bats. They have very tough at bats every time they're out there. And I mean, that's pretty scary to me. I mean, th- that's honestly scarier in some sense than guys. Who it's just, home it's runs. more, it's more consistent baseball, which at times is that wins championships what you, what you need you know like we can the the shitty thing about it is we can go ahead and score 11 runs one night and think we're hot and then next day have 18 strikeouts and not see the ball but my thing is like we still scored five tonight and we threw we did no we i did which is a which is a reason why but we scored five but it was off of one person which is besides the fact but um yeah, but it was off of glass now. Like, we can't yeah. hit him for shit. And he struck out, what? He struck out 10 in five innings? Four and a third? If you're, if you're scoring five runs, you should be able to – if you're scoring five runs in the playoff game, you should be able to, to fucking win that game. To win the game. And that's why I'm like – like, the Rays lineup, yeah, it's really good, and they score runs too. But, like, they could be shut down a lot easier than we can because one of our guys could hit a home run by accident. Like – yeah. We just have the guys that, and like in the playoffs that matters. So like, yeah, the Rays lineup is scary because they're consistent, but they also face fucking Jay Happ and Luis Luizaga today. Like, yeah, that and doesn't show me much. Well, like they I said before, down yesterday. Yeah, like I said before, Kev, and I know you don't really like this saying, but when you talk about when you look at the summary of who pitched today, us versus them, on paper it looks like a game that we should have lost. I know you don't like saying that but the fact that it was that close is very it makes me feel very good about us going forward and us this series and us 
for the rest of the playoffs because when you look at the the guys who pitched today, you see Loisga, you see Nick Nelson, you see Jay Hab, Debbie Garcia, who it, it seems like the ace of the of the staff, and he's an unproven guy who has is he's 21 years old, and that's just crazy. Like he, the fact that he is the ace of today. That says a lot about what happened today. And then you have Adovino, who's been shit in the bed. And then you look at who they threw, and they threw Tyler Glasnow, who's amazing, and we cannot hit, and we still manufactured runs off him. Diego Castillo, who is a cheat code. Nick Anderson, who's a cheat code. The guy let up one run this year. I think it was one run. He has a .55 ERA. So yeah. when you look at all these guys and how they deployed, maybe that's a testament to how deep they are pitching. It probably is. But in terms of... The matchup today, I am not saying the sky is falling because when you do look at who pitched, we should not have won this game. And it's it's probably not the best way to say it, like I said before, but when you look at tomorrow and you look at tomorrow's probables, they threw all their big guys. The big guys can probably go again tomorrow, but again, they're not going to be as rested as they were today. So we're, we're going to get, I mean, Nick Anderson threw two innings, Diego Castillo, I think, threw two innings, then... We have tomorrow, we have Tanaka, who honestly could fuck around and get one of those classic Tanaka starts. He's either one inning, four earned in the beginning, which you don't really see in the playoffs, and hopefully we don't. Sunny San Diego, we're not going to hopefully have him on soon tomorrow, and he can get a regular start and not start and stop three times. But we might see Tanaka fuck around and get one of those nine-inning scoreless. He could, he could do that, and you might get that out of Tanaka, and you might not have to use green Chapman, Britain, and who we have available. So when you look at tomorrow and you look at just the lineups, our lineup is superior to theirs offensively. Be, so when now it'd you be have... really nice, It'd be really nice if we scored six runs, let up one, and then we didn't have to use the, the bullpen and save it for the next game. That would be really ideal, and that's more on the, the hitters to produce runs. Charlie Morton's good. I know Charlie Moore shut us good. down a couple of years ago in the playoffs. Yeah, as what I'm trying to say is like it's not all, it's not all on Tanaka and it's not all on him to save the bullpen. It's like no, we need to, we, we, we need score. to yeah we need to we need to score and that saves the bullpen. Yeah, but tomorrow is like the way that we're set up. The only thing that Boone has going for him right now is that we can deploy the bullpen. Yes, now. that's literally yeah. the only thing that Boone could walk away from these two games saying, "All right, we're tied and we have our whole bullpen." Yeah, that's the only thing he set us up for success tomorrow. And then you go into tomorrow, and hopefully you get that win. And then you don't know, like, who do they have game? Let's look ahead, because now game four is actually going. Tomorrow's a must win. Obviously, tomorrow's a must win, because then you go into game four, and and then, you know, not game four, game three. Uh, game three see, is tomorrow. I'm just, saying, I'm like, just all crossed up now. I'm looking too far He's ahead. supposed to lose games. If we fucking just ever win one of them, that's the difference <laughs> in a World Series. Well, yeah, I, I mean, we're, we're going to talk about this tomorrow anyway. So, because we're going to watch the game, things are going to change. Like, we need to win the next game before we can talk about the game after that. So, what would you guys say your confidence meter is at for the whole series? We should just end every episode just saying where we're at. So, uh, Kev, what are you at? Five. I think it's literally a flip of a coin right now. Really? I think we could spit on them tomorrow, but... I don't know. Tanaka didn't show me much in his last start. I'm hoping that playoff Tanaka's here again, but like every year he gets a little older. So <laughs> I, I really don't think you can blame him on that last start. That was, like, that's no, a I'm tough not, start for everybody. I'm not mad at him. 
and I still want him with the ball, but like, yeah, I'm at like a five out of ten. Yeah, I I'm a little higher than that. I think I'm at like a I'm leaning more towards I think uh like a six point eight. Six point eight out of out of ten. And here's why. I think that if we I'm feeling good about tomorrow. I think we're set up nicely for tomorrow. Um obviously I would have liked to win today, but we're set up nicely for tomorrow. And if we win that game, then that gives us some breathing room. I think I think tomorrow is by far the most important game of the series because one, if we win, we're two and one, we're one game away from one game away from advancing. And even if we lose the game after that, which the pitching is kind of up in the air, there's a good chance we see Garrett Cole in that game five game. So I tomorrow is a very important game. And if we win tomorrow, I'm feeling really good because we kind of have, obviously we have two tries to advance, but that last try we have our ace coming out again, who can, who's going to shove. So um, that's where I'm at, but we need to fucking hit. Yeah, I, I'm I'm right there with you. I'm more than fifty percent. I'd say I'm around six point eight, but just to give a different number, I'd say six point nine. Damon, I want to be the most optimistic on the pod today because you know, nice. Like you said, oh six point nine. I didn't even get that, but you know, nice. nice. <laughs> but I don't know. It's just the way things are lining up. It's the sky isn't falling. It's one game. Like I said, we were, we knew this was going to go deep. It's going to go. I mean, at least five. It's probably still going to go five. And like you said, Damon, if it goes five. I'm feeling good with Garrett Cole on the mound. Garrett Cole, and I mean, the energy Garrett Cole brought in game one, just imagine, imagine Garrett Cole walking out there in a game five. Just, I feel like he's just going to start screaming at everybody. Just having that horse, and I hate to bring up horse all the time because of the cash comments, but like, he's a horse. That's a whole damn stable in one man, and having him out there to just shut things down, no matter, he's a stopper. And that's what we need. And I that's what we need as Tanaka tomorrow. And I think Tanaka can do that. But worst case scenario, I think if it gets to game five, I'm I'm, I'm we're sitting pretty. So that's why yeah. I'm at a six point nine. I might have just talked myself up to a seven flat, but you know. I I'm, tomorrow tomorrow's big though. Tomorrow's big. If we lose tomorrow, I'm at like a two. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm at a five right now. Talk to me so, after tomorrow. No, yeah, but, tomorrow tomorrow I think is the, the biggest game of the series. And we need to we need to come out all 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 forces all different different. different now sides. I gotta deal with this pit in my stomach all day. I hate this feeling. I don't like this nervous. <laughs> I've been just walk around different all day. I'm just sitting around waiting for my my test scores, so I haven't really been doing anything but just like making clips and stuff. So my days have been just like I feel so useless. I feel like I'm just waiting around until eight o'clock. Like that, my, the Yankees have my life. They have my life right now. That's all. Well, I'm tomorrow, all tomorrow they play at seven. Well, when people are listening today, they're playing at seven. So we got a whole extra hour to not wait for the Yankees to, to play. I mean, either way, I'm gonna be just sitting and just in the fetal position until seven. Then because I'm, I can't, I can't, score? I can't do this. The Dodgers are tied. Tied. Yeah, I'm going to go watch that. But It's really big. Kevy's parlay needs to hit, so let's go Dodgers. <laughs> What's your take? Just uh, Dodgers Braves already hit and Lakers already hit. I lost all my bets today. <laughs> 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 we should add a betting segment at the end of this. But, I mean, none, 50 on the Yanks, I'm going to jerk off. None of the bets are applicable anymore because we already, I don't know. It just would be fun. I'm not betting in the playoffs anymore. That's it. I'm done. You say that until tomorrow you take Marlins money line and they hit. I'm going to take Marlon's <laughs> money line. 
Marlins almost took it last tonight. That was crazy. I, I bet on the, the basketball game, and I was rooting for the wrong thing the whole night because I thought I bet on something <laughs> else. <laughs> Are we still but, re- Oh, we're still recording. Oh, okay. See so, yeah. ya. Yeah. All the guys at 161st Street, I just have two words for you. See ya. Broken glass, cheers to us. And why we had, let's keep dancing on the broken glass. Cause when you're high, you're about to crash. So let's keep dancing on the broken glass. But we're useless Nobody does a tragedy like you and me Cause we're ruthless, cause we're ruthless, cause we're ruthless And the only thing we had in common with each other Was destroying everything we ever touched So cheers to us and why